Cause I'm in the shit house Wish I played in a rock and roll band Somebody give me a dollar bill So I can pass out on the jukebox singing Honk, it's all women <laughs> That'll be good. Okay, guys, uh, you did a cover of Crimson and Clover. How did you approach it? What did you think absolutely had to be in the song? What did you feel like could be left out? Uh, well, the song is pretty simple to play from a rhythmic standpoint. I mean, you're just... Bum, 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 bum. I took it up a step for my vocals. But yeah, I just sat down, did a rhythm track on the guitar... Uh, sang a couple takes. It's all. It was a pretty fairly easy song to sing as well. I mean, it, the the range is nothing uh, out of this world. Although you can, when you when you start recording the vocal on this, you really, really understand the amount of effects that were used <laughs> when he recorded this. Mm-hmm. So, real quick on the rhythm now, and I think we may have even discussed it. There is a bit of a syncopation. It's nothing really crazy dramatic, but the rhythm. There, there's a part that kind of it feels like there's some kind of upstroke involved or something in the guitar. Well, I I was doing it. You know, we were talking about it, and I was going blum 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 all downstrokes. Right. And and you and Neil were kind of like, yeah, I think there's a pause and an upstroke. So I I actually recorded a rhythm track with kind of a bling two three four dun 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 bling dun bling. So like on the on the and on the three and then you come up. On that uh, on that five before you go to the four and so, but it there was too much space just with the rhythm and vocal so I kind of had to go back to not all downstrokes but to a blum 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 up down up down up down so you know that did need to be in there on the on the ends like eighth playing eighth notes instead of quarters. I tell you what, the song was a nightmare to kind of like put together, <laughs> um, to take what Josh had and put some polish on it. And Josh always has a great bass track, but then to, to try to give it that sound or, or just kind of almost nod to what they were doing, <laughs> it was tough, man. And I, the thing is uh, that we didn't know before is that he played it in open E because that's the only way you can get that down that falling chord you, because right. the the D has to be or in our case the D has to be the lowest boom 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 and right. you can't do that in standard tuning right. and it was weird i mean cuz usually open E is just kind of a finger picking song or slide it's not right. you know most pop songs aren't done in open tunings or no. you know there's plenty that are but so that was um a challenge um and then just because we didn't have bass or drums, um, trying to fill it in over Josh's guitar and just with just an army of electrics. <laughs> so I played an open <laughs> E. Um, I also played some electric with a capo on two so I could play different chord shapes. Mm-hmm. None of what I played was any in standard at all, all open E or a capo. But it, uh, it, it ended up turning out really good. I, but last weekend I had to play it over and over and over yeah that's part of the song over. right <laughs> yeah, yeah i was sitting on the deck watching football and like i kneeled just like in crisis mode like dude call me when you hear it 
I don't know if it's there yet. I, I don't know what to do. Do you like this? Yeah, <laughs> you were like, not, I didn't know this was going to be well, an epic weekend of me figuring out how to make this there. sound it's good. Just, we got to make this something that keeps building in production. Well, well, Neil, I think I think what you what you ended, wound up with, you know, you I didn't even mess with the mixing that much after you sent it to me. So you did you did a good job. Yeah, it, it turned out good. I, w- I was really worried, but then I was like, damn, this this turned out good. And it's one of those things where you work on something all weekend or whatever, and then finally it's like ah. It's not that hard. Just, you know, it was Sunday night at like nine o'clock. I was like, this has to be done tomorrow. Like I had to go. I went on a Sunday night. I set up my stuff in my bedroom so I wouldn't get a buzz on the electric and played, played it just straight through all the parts from nine to 11 on a Sunday night and just like slept so well. Like knowing I could wake up Monday morning and not have to worry about fucking Crimson and Clover and going that to work. So <laughs> but it's cool that you approach it. And like so with a song like this, there's a lot of production, Bob, because if you don't have it, you just have one person playing one chord, or not mm-hmm. one chord, but one progression over and, and over. one melody over and over. Well, and uh-huh. over. yeah, well, yeah and, and, and the outro, when they kind of change keys at the end there and go into the Crimson and Clover refrain, I, I did it just a little picking, like, really just picking like one or two notes of each chord and then did about four different vocal tracks heavily, heavily affected but with reverb yeah. and echo and stuff and tried to do some kind of harmonics there, but yeah, I don't no, know. it turned it, out really good. It filled out. All right. It turned out really good. Yeah. And that, that last part, um, where the, <clears throat> with the key change, that was, I played that on capo too. It was much better. I stripped out your picking and put in some new stuff. Yeah. My picking on that part was, I left a lot to be yeah, desired. The, the, and those shapes <laughs> trying to pick that, um, I'm sure it was pretty difficult. It was easier when you were just playing G D C on so, the capo too. My favorite part of the song was the, Doing the ahs and actually the yeah, no. yeah. No, your best, your song. best part of the song was the sweet thing. Sweet <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that that third verse my, is, is was really fun to sing. My absolute favorite part was in the key change where I'm just doing that super soft. Yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, God, I love it. We probably <laughs> should have turned that. We we probably should. You know what? I'm gonna turn that up for this. I'm going to turn it up. Turn it up a little bit. It is nice just being soft in there. It almost sounds like a lullaby, and then you come in. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Without further ado. Um, (laughs) Right. All right, guys. Pod Game Rock presents Crimson and Clover. Crimson and Clover, as imagined by Josh Bond and Neil Marsh. Ah. I don't hardly know But I think I could love her Crimson and clover Ah Well, she come walking over And I've been waiting to show